You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our first topic uh, and guest of today. In the next fifteen twenty minutes or so, we're going to be talking about uh, art and, of course, some of the impacts uh, COVID nineteen has had on the art landscape in Hong Kong. And we're delighted to be joined in the studio by Cosmin Constanash, the executive director and curator of Parasite, which is Hong Kong's leading contemporary art center and one of the oldest and most active independent art institutions here in Asia. Welcome back on the program, Cosmin. It's great to see you again. Lovely to see you and it's great to be back. We are on Facebook Live as well. So for our listeners, please feel free to join us there. You can uh, put questions to Cosmin if if you'd like to as well, if you are concerned about art here in Hong Kong. Uh, So have you been? Well, considering the situation, yes, I think, you know, we're, we're, you know, lucky and privileged to be, uh, well, alive to be around and and as an institution to be able to be open. So I think that's a little bit a a lucky situation in in spite of it all uh, in Hong Kong that we were able to reopen uh, safely. Absolutely. And you have been busy as well. I can see that you already have an art exhibition going on uh, at the moment, and it's called Garden of Six Seasons. Uh, Before we talk about uh, artists here in Hong Kong, let's quickly talk a little bit more about uh, your latest art exhibitions. It's an exhibition we're very proud of. Um, You can see it at our home in Quarry Bay, so on on Kings Road. Um, And we also have another venue in the building of the Soho House uh, in Sengwan. So it's free. Both venues are free. Uh, for everyone and they're open every day from uh, well to Wednesday Wednesday to Sunday um, it's a large group exhibition there's many artists from Hong Kong from the mainland from across Asia and actually from uh, almost every continent it's a show that is connected to the Kathmandu Triennale it's a, it's a project that Parasite is a partner of uh, that will open if everything goes well at the end of the year in Nepal in Kathmandu um, and it's a uh, it's an exhibition that looks at the very different languages that are practiced by artists uh, these days where um, you know particularly in in, in Asia you can, you, you can have artists working from um, in, in, in very different languages from more traditional ones to things that would be more commonly regarded as contemporary art but we'd like to uh, look at everything that is done today uh, in the same um, in the same conversation and to see where the difference where does the difference come from and 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 how can we you know meaningfully and respectfully uh you know look at all these uh, uh different angles yeah is is there a common theme for all of these arts well what i mentioned is essentially the one of the themes so it is the idea of 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 you know how come you know, we have artists working with, uh, you know, painting traditions that could be um, um, seen in, 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 in an artistry that, that originated in Europe. Uh, and at the same time, artists working with uh, uh, with ink, uh, which is part of an artistry that has its long tradition here in uh, East Asia. And what does this mean? And also, like, what does this mean beyond, you know, the field of, of, of artistry? What does it mean for the world in which we live at the moment? And, you know, as we can see every day as the news, you know, the, the issue of... Art is more important than ever, more exactly. relevant. Yeah. And if you see, you know, issues of, of colonial legacy, of, of, you know, what language primes over others and and you know who's speaking and in what language and you know in in on what voice is more important than ever so we're basically trying to see how art plays in this equation of power and of voices and of languages 
Yeah, and art is more relevant than ever. I think for whatever reasons why people choose to go to art exhibitions now, maybe it is for a bit of escapism. Maybe it is a bit of expression. I think it is definitely... Well, I would, I would say it's, it shouldn't be escapism. It should be about arming the people to go back to reality with uh, stronger tools and with, you know, with, uh, with a different I'm perspective on reality. Sometimes <laughs> it can be escapism. I, 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 I don't want to, you know, I, I certainly don't want to mansplain, but it's more about, you know... Uh, you know, trying to fight for this point, which I think is important, you know, that art should be about, uh, you know, reality, and it, it should be about fighting back, rather than, you know, being but, uh, entertained or relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> It can be for entertainment and to relax sometimes. Otherwise, there's no enjoyment. Yes. Yes. yes, I don't know relaxation. I think it's <laughs> probably maybe that's know. a topic yeah. for, but for entertainment. For, yes, for it should be day. about pleasure and it should be about you know even beauty. I think, but beauty can be political, and, and most of the time it actually is. Yeah, so <laughs> but I think we need to return to this very important topic, Cosman. But let's also turn. There's so much to talk about. Let's also talk about some of the initiatives uh, that Parasite is doing to also support, you know, the local artists. Yeah, I mean, it's important to acknowledge first and foremost that this crisis, which it's, it's certainly a, a major humanitarian crisis, you know, around the world. Um, it's also an economic crisis, and, and particularly in, in, in Hong Kong, uh, I think the economic effects will be uh, particularly affecting everyone, uh, you know, active in, 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 in uh, most of the fields. But I think particularly artists are losing a lot of opportunities to uh, show their work to uh, almost the entire economy that keeps uh, artists alive is suspended, you know, from all sorts of gigs, from all sorts of opportunities to participate in projects, uh, the the market as well, you know, that we know that, you know, the major art fairs were... Uh, art is supposed to be the, oh, sorry, March is supposed to be Art Month, and it's sort of been a bit... Right. Um, yeah, dried up globally and in, in Right, Kong and, well. and you know, mm-hmm. this has direct consequences on artists and m- many other things that stopped or got postponed or, or had their budgets cut uh, is, is making it way more difficult for artists to find opportunities and to survive. Um, and at Paris, we're, we're always extremely uh, mindful of respecting everybody's work uh, and we made it a, as a very strong principle something that should be uh, you know not even discussed about because it should be taken for granted that everyone should be paid for what they do and should be paid uh, fairly um, and and you know every artist should be should be receiving an artist fee and not really knowing about covid uh, but still from from january of this year we actually started um, ensure giving um, medical insurance uh, so medical and dental insurance to every artist that we work with. So, I, uh, you know, even if they're in the in, in our exhibitions or, or if they're part of our public programs, they receive uh, a medical insurance for the duration of the show, but also for uh, the period in, in, in which they make their artwork. And that can also be considered retroactively. So if we're showing an, an art piece that was made three years ago, we assume that there were several months in which they work on that piece. And we sort of add that to the medical insurance. So then it's three years from from the exhibition they, they get it? Not, not the whole three years, but okay. it's basically the, it's, it's, let's say if the exhibition is three months this, uh, this year, and then we add another three months when the, when the artwork was, was made. So it's like, you know, would yeah. be then six months. Yes, I never even thought of that. It's true because artists usually work independently. They're not really contracted 
per se, or, or they're not really employed per se by a company. So yeah, they wouldn't have dental or medical insurance. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's this, the situation of, of, of extreme uh, precarity in which uh, almost all artists find themselves, unless, you know, they're lucky enough to to teach and to have a full-time job, which then, you know, comes with other problems of making it more difficult to produce artwork and, you know, fully develop uh, as an as an artist and, 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 you know, be fully invested in their artistic career. Um, Are many artists in Hong Kong in this position where, you know, they have to have I don't want to say a, re- a main job, where they have a main job and then art is something they do in their spare time. I would say a majority of the artists in Hong Kong uh, do need to uh, find another job yeah. uh, and, and, and have to work yeah. in, in, in various gigs. That's uh, very tough. Uh, besides, you know, making money from their artistic practice. Yeah, wow, that's really tough, actually, because, you know, Hong Kong is an expensive city. Um, there's no doubt about that. But also to... to to have your main job and then to have that energy to produce art is actually really, really challenging. What other challenges have you heard uh, from some of the art- these artists and how has COVID-19 impacted this? Well, I mean, in general, so pre-COVID-19, uh, other challenges were, well, an, a, another major elephant in the room uh, was the issue of space and, and the, the outrageous uh, rent costs in, in Hong Kong, which means that most artists don't have an uh, art studio. An art yeah. studio. And uh, considering that most of these artists would be, you know, maybe living with their parents, maybe in a very small room. So making art, you know, in those, you know, hours that when, when they might be available after working for 10 hours in an office without space you know space makes it uh, you know more than a challenge you know it's it's uh, absolutely uh, we do have a question on on facebook for you um it comes from joe by the way our listeners please feel free to to join us as well if you have any questions uh, feel free to write in a one two three show at rthk.hk or you can find us on facebook noreen mir on rthk radio three uh cosman is from uh, parasite and he's here to answer some of your questions if you want to uh joe says on the facebook page the hong kong government is not financially supporting artists during this crippling economic slump what are the hong kong grants and subsidies that artists can apply for now can art organizations like parasite coordinate funding or lobby the government to subsidize artists can we start a forum on how to survive this downturn and that thought comes from joe uh, cosman any thoughts on that yeah so there is a number of uh programs we actually started as part of COVID, and one that we're particularly um you know keen on 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 developing and 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 growing and also you know ideally transmitting it as a model for other uh, institutions in other places or even in hong kong to follow is something that we call paid studio visits uh, which means that you know one of the most basic form of interaction with an artist uh visiting their studio which you know can also mean just meeting them in a cafe or meeting them anywhere and just getting them to speak about their work if they don't actually have a studio would happen uh, but they would be paid for that we are the ones paying for that so the the paid studio visit is a, is a virtual program so happening in most cases live um, where where artists present their work where you're basically invited virtually uh, into their studio into their practice um, and they get paid for that they get paid uh, a fee and uh, 
as mentioned earlier, uh, medical insurance is from, from, from Parasite. Okay. So this is like, you know, it's So it's we go for free, but you go we for visit free, through your like platform. A, okay. like, like with all the other programs that Parasite does, but part of, you know, our budget, our, our um, you know, uh, operating budget, we... Uh, we pay the artists. And but that's only if they have a studio. No, so that's more, I mean, you know, in the art <laughs> world, in the art world everyone knows that this can be like a metaphor. Oh. And then uh, studio visit is more a, a way to call meeting an artist and having an artist speak about their work oh. and walking you virtually. You know, even before COVID, this was a virtual oh. <laughs> talk, you know, if it happened in a cafe in the sense that there wasn't an actual studio. So you had to imagine okay. that you're you're walking in a studio and, and pointing at artworks, but in, very often it's about the laptop and being around the laptop. Um, right. So uh, we're looking at, uh, well, working with as many artists as possible. I think we're currently, um, you know, in conversation with like over 60 artists. Uh, I think now it's actually like even, even a little bit more. Uh, we started already. So currently it's about two a week sometimes there will be like three a week there's actually one coming up tomorrow with uh, frank tang at 11 o'clock so please tune in uh and there's there should be like two more next week and and following more or less this rhythm um so this program does several things in our view i mean on one hand offers a chance to all these artists to introduce their work because, you know, besides the fairs being cancelled, normally there's uh, a large number of curators, of, of institutional people and even of collectors who visit Hong Kong regularly, you know, so... Uh, I mean, we, we, we get people visiting from abroad uh, on a regular basis, and most of them would, would then also want to meet artists in Hong Kong. And that's a source of income. That's a source of projects for them, of jobs uh, or, or collecting opportunities. So this has also stopped. So by doing this project, we, we, we help them, uh, again, and, and, and by doing all the communication and promotion around it, we help them get that sort of like lost visibility. Uh, we create a kind of an, an organized platform, uh, um, an archive that can be consulted later by everyone, anyone wanting to do research on Hong Kong uh, artists. But at the same time, they also get paid now. Mm. So it's not just, you know, that kind of like future visibility that sometimes, you know, uh, sadly happens in the art world, art world where people work for free, you know, and, and hoping that they will get some sort of like outcome, some benefit at a at later at point. We also like pay uh, pay them now for, for this work. And what's the response been like uh, with the artists, with, with some of the artists? Because artists, you know, some of the impression is they're quite reclusive and maybe they don't really care about visibility. Um, and so how do you approach them or what's been the response? <clears throat> uh, we're also trying to accommodate definitely like art, different artists, um, mode of presenting themselves some of the studio visits will not be live so we'll be like will be like pre-recorded because more artists are, are more comfortable with that um actually i shouldn't say artists are reclusive because there are many very sociable artists as well exactly so <laughs> sure no, but but like with any community there's you know yeah, people absolutely. with a different yes. yeah so yes there's certainly some people who would you know, just present not to, exactly, yeah. Because yeah. um, it can be quite daunting because they, you know, pr they they create their art in a sort of more private manner. If you suddenly ask them to do a virtual tour, maybe they will feel uh, more put on the spot or shy. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that the answer has been good, and you know, we're very happy to be able to do that. But we certainly hope that this is uh, going to be taken on. 
by other institutions in, in either in the same way and you know actually a, 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 a collaborating institution of ours in another Southeast Asian country has written us recently saying that they would actually like to replicate it in their own country. Wow. And, you know, that's actually what we wanted from the beginning. And that's why we also, uh, you know, labeled it quite explicitly and saying, like, uh, calling it paid studio visits because we wanted this to be a model. We wanted to show that this can be done and should be done. And, and you know, it's a very easy thing to do for institutions who have these sort of resources. Um, and it's very and sustainable. You're absolutely right. If they have the resources and if they have artists, you know, who, and it doesn't have to be COVID, it can be a sustainable model for after. Like right, because this would need home. to be, because obviously our resources are, are far from uh, unlimited. So what we can offer, and also considering that we actually want to, you know, work with a large number of artists, but obviously that fee and that insurance would, you know, only go as far as, as supporting a you know, a, a short period of time in, in, in this crisis. So uh, there, we certainly need more institutions to step in, you know, more authorities to come up with programs and, 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 and formulas for support. So uh, that would be essential for this to be successful. Yeah. What about um, uh, audience sort of response? Has that sort of taken a backseat because of the pandemic? Or are you seeing more people sort of wanting to see more art? I mean, you've been talking to people, Cosman. What's the response been like? Oh, well, I mean, for all the online program we've been having like far more uh engagement than before like you know both uh, you know on on the online programs we were doing before covid and on the live programs we were doing uh, before covid congratulations so, um, Thank you. I mean, I think it's, you know, largely not so much our merit. I don't, I think it's also more about a kind of cultural shift that is happening with COVID that people are are stuck at home. Are so stuck they, at home, although but also they want that's uh, not really the case in Hong Kong. You know, yeah. obviously, you know, oh, yeah, people in Hong true. Kong are neither stuck at home nor do we really have like less work to do actually. Yeah. But I think there is a, a, another uh, need for engagement, another, um, I, I think, thirst for. Um, for that escapism we were talking about just now. Right. <laughs> if you insist. <laughs> for that reflection of reality. For that reflection for, of, for new tools to yes. fight the difficult uh, reality. <laughs> yes. Well, it sounds like Parasite has been um, doing a great job in sort of, you know, not not laying dormant <laughs> during COVID. There's another program I would like to highlight, which we're doing actually together with other organizations in Hong Kong. So it's actually a response to a global initiative that, uh, a structure called uh, Solidarity 2020. It's, it's basically a, Solidarity 2020 is a program of uh, a structure called Between Bridges, uh, initiated by Wolfgang Tillmans, who is a brilliant, uh, um, well, international artist based in Berlin. And he summoned a group of uh, over 40 international artists to design uh, posters um, to make them available for free and, and to, to, to have them printed and to make them available to organizations around the world which are in uh, urgent need for survival. Um, and most of these most of these uh, organizations were like in Europe and North America and we wanted to sort of bring that into Hong Kong we weren't necessarily in that desperate need of uh, immediate assistance for for survival but many other institutions in Hong Kong are and maybe for many of them it would be more difficult to you know run uh, such a campaign so then we decided to make a coalition of 17 independent art spaces in Hong Kong 
and to launch this uh, campaign together. So we basically received from this coalition of artists uh, these posters. We make them available for sale. They're unlimited edition, but they're only available in this period, so only for two weeks from now on. You can find them on Parasite's uh, website on our shop, but that's just a tool that would then go equally divided to all the 17 or organizations in, in Hong Kong. All of them are very much engaged with the scene. Many of them, most of them are run by artists and they're also like directly benefiting, you know, different um, artistic communities in the city. So by supporting and by, by, by joining this initiative, I think there's another very direct uh, support that you can bring to the artistic scene of Hong Kong. Excellent. Well, Cosman, it's always a pleasure to have you on the, sh on the show. For our listeners, do follow Parasite on Facebook, on their social media, and go to their website, which is parasite.art. Meanwhile, thank you very much indeed for your thank time you. today.